Well, happy Thanksgiving. American Thanksgiving, that is. In Australia, Thanksgiving is celebrated on the last Wednesday of November. You know, up in Canada, it gets colder there sooner. So Canada celebrates Thanksgiving on the second Monday in October. But here in America, we celebrate Thanksgiving on the last Thursday of November. Well, that wasn't always the case. In fact, the first Thanksgiving in New England was celebrated by the New England Puritans sometime in late September, October, and wasn't just one day, but lasted three days. We have a letter from Edward Winslow, who was there, and he describes it. He describes the food that was eaten. He mentions corn and barley and peas. He does mention wild turkeys. And he also talks about the Native Americans that were there. They were coming and going. At one point, King Massasoit showed up, and he came along with his 90 mighty men. And a number of them went out and killed five deer. So venison was also served at that first Thanksgiving right alongside of the turkey. Well, Winslow declares in his letter that it was, in fact, three days of entertaining and feasting. And it was, as he says, because of the goodness of God to them and providing so much. And so they had not want or not lack but they had plenty. And so they had their first Thanksgiving celebration. And on the menu was corn, barley, peas, cod, and bass. So they also had fish, venison, and turkey. And that was in 1621. Well, let's fast forward to 1863. America is in the very middle of the Civil War. President Abraham Lincoln issues a Thanksgiving proclamation. He begins the proclamation by declaring... The year is drawing towards its close and has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, other bounties have been added, which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. Lincoln goes on to talk about that even despite three years of civil war, we are surrounded by the gracious gifts of the Most High God. And so he says, it has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged, these gifts from God, as fellow citizens in every part of the United States, and also those who are at sea, and those who are sojourning in foreign lands, to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next, as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwells in the heavens. And so, by presidential proclamation, in fact, Lincoln says, In testimony whereof I have hereunto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States to be affixed. By presidential proclamation, we celebrate thanksgiving on that last Thursday of November. To remember the Most High God who has given us all of these wonderful things and has blessed us with so much. Well, we can also go way back for a Thanksgiving proclamation. We can go way back to Psalm 136. Here the psalmist writes, Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, for his steadfast love endures forever. And as we get to the end of the psalm, the psalmist says, It is he who remembered us in our low estate, 
for his steadfast love endures forever. And he rescued us from our foes, for his steadfast love endures forever. And he who gives food to all flesh, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven, for his steadfast love endures forever. And so the God who gives all food, even turkeys, we can celebrate Thanksgiving. Well, I'm Steve Nichols, wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, please know how thankful I am to you for listening to 5 Minutes in Church History. As we finish up this week's episode, here's an encouraging quote from the Puritan John Flavel. Poor Christian, be not dejected, because you see yourself outstripped and excelled by so many in other parts of knowledge. If you know Jesus Christ, you know enough to comfort and to save your soul.